This is a... Well, well, sorry. Welcome to Do We Like Movies. <laughs> I'm your host, Angel. And I'm your other host, Javi. We just... We're going to do something a little different. The audio is probably going to be, like, very crappy on this. Yeah, this is pretty unique. Um, this might be a mini-sode? Well, we literally just got out of Candyman, the remake. And I, we were so blown away by it that we decided that we wanted to go ahead and record a Candyman review... Kind of like a rapid reaction to it. I don't know if this is going to be part of our Candyman episode or if it's just going to be something that we kind of release as its own, like, miniature episode. But, uh, yeah, we just got out of Nia DaCosta's Candyman. And this is a movie that was delayed twice, which is why, like, on in terms of, like, the movies we were going to review, it's been pushed back several times. Yep. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> But given this is really the first movie I went back into a movie theater to watch, and I'm very impressed with what we just watched right now. <laughs> it is like, yeah, early like early thoughts about it is don't want to spoil too much because I think this will be like a mini so Then we might we, because we have to dedicate an entire episode. To we do it. absolutely. Like, so this is just definitely gonna be our initial reaction. So we're not gonna be as spoilery or as in depth as we normally are. No, it's just kind of like you know what we put on our Instagram page, uh, kind of like trying different things here to see if we can try to improve the quality of our content. Yeah, or just keep the high quality of our content. Yeah, because that's what we're known for is the high quality of our content. <laughs> but holy shit, like initial thoughts is this movie, I already know right off the bat, this is going to be, once we get into the full episode, there's going to be a lot of themes about police brutality, exploitation, gentrification. Like this is a story about like the the experience of someone that is of other in in, in our country. So right off the bat, if you're not a fan of our political episodes... We're going to talk about politics and shit. Or if you're not a fan of our original Candyman episode. Because yeah. we went into a bunch of this stuff when we originally did Candyman back when the pandemic first started. And I, just as I thought, I, you know, like I had seen stuff that the director, Nia DaCosta, had posted out. Talking about how one of the themes of this movie was going to be the fact that it's, uh, it's, it's it's the the main theme or one of the main themes is gentrification and how the more you try to bury something you know for example the the like literal neighborhood of cabrini green uh the more that you're gonna end up bringing things that were supposed to be buried back to life and i think that is essentially the purpose of this entire movie um you can never truly get away from your past and it only (laughs) follows you more when you try to like pretend it never happened <laughs> uh right off the bat the really interesting thing about this movie is that it is a direct sequel to the original candy man completely ignores two and three it's doing the twin the halloween 2018 route where it's only pretty much it's only focusing on the first one Which, and it pulls directly from that and it's a fantastic move uh it eases you into it because when you're first watching it um when you're first watching the film, you think it's essentially going to be kind of like... Uh, what I thought before this movie started was that it was going to re, like reboot Candyman as one of those things to where like, Candyman is different things to different people. Mm-hmm. So Tony Todd's Candyman existed in one world, and then in this world, you know, it's going to be a different version of Candyman. And early on, the movie, the movie makes me feel like I'm going to be absolutely correct. 
it uh, starts off in this flashback to a CGI, you know, uh, Cabrini Green Project high-rise buildings. And from there you see, like, the images of a young kid who is taking his laundry down into the one of the towers in the Cabrini Green projects. Mm-hmm. And when we talked about the original Candyman, we talked about the Cabrini Green projects and, you know, had I had watched documentaries on it and stuff like that and just how, like, absolutely disgusting and frightening, like, those buildings looked in that documentary. Mm-hmm. And this captures... It totally captures that because in this laundry room, the equipment looks old. It barely looks like it would wash any clothes in any way. Yeah. And uh, there's a hole in the wall. Oh, the whole scene is fucking creepy as shit. It's man. fucking creepy because yeah. it takes us back to the creepiest part when we talked about the original Candyman, which was like the actual killer Cabrini, yeah. is living behind the walls of the projects, like kind of thing, which was like. It was that article that we had shared when we first reviewed this movie a long time ago. And um, and it's really frightening because it, it harkens back to all of that. And our main character, uh, Anthony, Mc- Anthony McCoy. McCoy, he basically becomes obsessed, kind of like Helen in the original Candyman. You know, he's, he's doing some research into the Candyman urban legend. Yeah, he's like a starving artist in the Chicago, like, art scene. And he's kind of in a rut. And so the film, like, follows him as he becomes... Like, as he learns more about the past of Cabrini Green. And also, like, what happened to Helen. He also learns more about the past, like... Candyman and how Candyman is more than just one person. It's an idea. And he becomes obsessed with this. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, I did want to say, since this is a mini-sode, one thing that might be interesting for you guys to check out is the idea of Talpas. And if you want to do a little research, go ahead and look that up. But essentially, it's the idea of how us as like humans can will something into existence when we believe in it. Like, we can will an entity in it, into existence. And... There's a lot of elements of that in in Candyman. Like, it's interesting because there's so much, like, it touches on a lot of real-world issues, but also a, lot, also a lot of, like, occult understandings at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, this weird blend of, like, magical thinking plus real shit that happens on a daily basis. Right. And it's... Okay, so... As this guy who, you know, as you said, he's a struggling artist, as he is trying to look into the best way to uh, kind of create a new provocative piece that looks like he's lacking some sort of inspiration, it's his girlfriend's uh, brother who ends up telling him the legend of Helen, uh, Helen Lyle, which is awesome because when we watch the original Candyman, like, at the end of that movie, the legend wasn't Candyman anymore. It was the Helen legend. And Helen was the bald woman that came back to, like, murder her shitbag husband at the end of that. Yeah. And this one really starts with that. It's like, she is the legend now. Um, which I did not think this movie was going to do that. But I did see an interview where Nia DaCosta said that, she, that, that Helen was going to be a part of it. But that the purpose of her movie was to take the story out of Helen's hands and bring it back into, you know, for lack of a better word, the black creative force 
that is behind this film, and uh, yeah, in I many think she ways, did the that. character. Yeah, I think I definitely I would agree she did that. Yes, this movie like... this movie absolutely takes back Candyman uh, from because it was a Bernard Rose movie, and Bernard Rose is a white man who you know I guess like thought about like oh wouldn't it be interesting if we did this you know we took this Clive Barker character and turned mm-hmm. him from a monster into this like suave brutish like black man and this movie is again taking that legend and bringing it back into the hands of black creators and it's really interesting how uh how Candyman went from being like a British like a British like story because Clive Barker is all chip chip cheerio and whatnot uh-huh. and yeah that's right I was gonna work a British accent into this and then just see how like with proper I don't know creativity and good writers you can like adapt the story and so that it's it's more relevant to a completely different community you know right um, long, really, the long story short, just talking about this, it is a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. I want to dedicate some real time for us to talk about it at some point in the future. Um, we didn't officially put it back on the schedule, and I think we should at some point. I think it's awesome that we like decided to just like do this fucking last minute let's just get in the car and see how we're feeling <laughs> while we're while we're watching this but really it's like this Jordan Jordan Peele helped write the script with Nia DaCosta and another uh, writer whose name's escaping me now and I, this is it man like he is three for three with like these very good provocative um, really uh, interesting horror films just reminding us again of how horror really is the genre that allows us to look at just like it's it provides such a like sociological like experiment like mm-hmm. or or sociological like uh, mirror for us to view ourselves with by comparing ourselves to the monsters that are created in these films mm-hmm and it's again I, I I'm very blown away by this I didn't I knew it was gonna be good it's just the delays that were coming in I was like man I was like I know that when this movie comes out it's gonna be fucking awesome and I knew it was gonna be good holy shit was it even better than than I thought and um, I'm very glad that if we had to wait for a long time to get it that at least this was gonna be the movie that we ended up getting at the end of all of this (laughs) i you know kind of yeah i guess some closing thoughts um yeah it's just a movie that wasn't expecting to like tie everything together as well as it did it did like a lot for it did a lot you know reaching back to the source material most source material being the first candy man um yeah it did a lot brought a lot of that in it kept it very fresh like it's definitely a new take and it's just I can tell you a lot about it I can learn a lot about a community by seeing what we're most afraid of and I think like Angel kind of what Angel was talking about horror is the only genre that can really tell us that so I am absolutely like I I need some more time to kind of dissect and like gather Mm -hmm. my thoughts but my initial thoughts is I really enjoyed this movie I think it was fantastic (laughs) highly recommend anyone check it out 
I will tell you right now, a lot of the subject matter in this movie is hard to tackle, and there's no right way to tackle it. Uh, there's only your way and the way that kind of, like, works best for you. And I think uh, Nia DaCosta mm-hmm. found a way where, like, she's able to get her voice across and tell a story about a community that has been disenfranchised, a community that's been cut off and forgotten, and found a way for that community to still speak for itself and say its name. You know? To be completely honest, I really hope that she keeps making films as well. Like, this is the awesome thing about something like this is, again, it's exposing brand new creators and a brand new perspective um, to, to artists who we have not seen uh, create these kinds of films in the past. So I think... I can't wait to see what else Nia DaCosta comes up with. And I really, to be honest, hope she stays in the horror genre because I think this is a genre that, while it is good to kind of point at the political landscape that exists and use it as a way to to tell, you know, to make social commentary, I also think that we need more of these different perspectives, not just, again, Jordan Peele, the black male perspective. It's great to think of having the black female perspective kind of, uh, and to, you know, continue to expand the genre in, in, in a way that makes it, like I said, it is kind of the prestige genre of our time, even though it doesn't get the love with Academy Awards that it probably should. So, uh, definitely again, as Javi said, we both really like this movie. We both highly recommend this movie. Mm-hmm. We were so fucking blown away by it that we decided to do an episode right now. So that's how good we think it was. Yeah. And we will revisit it in a longer form episode. And I just hope that you guys, you know, we're all scared and COVID is happening and everything. And and this was our first time back in a movie theater since last year. Uh, which we were both vaxxed and masked. Yeah, we were vaxxed, ma- we were vaxxed, masked, and ready for ass. <laughs> well, I was worried enough going into a movie theater because I haven't done it in over a year. But I knew that if there was going to be one movie that was going to bring me back, it was going to be this Magic Mike. Oh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, again, uh, I recommend. Please uh, check it out. And uh, yeah, if you it, haven't seen it, go see it. And if you have seen it, tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and the usual podcast stuff, man. Um, yeah. If you like uh, any of the content that we produce, uh, please uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Please uh, leave us a review on the platform of our choice or find ways to upvote or spread the word of the show. Mm-hmm. And interact with us on social media as you can. And if you like these little teaser video or teaser videos, teaser episodes where we just kind of like give you quick and dirty 15 minute kind of br- like first thoughts on new movies, please let us know so that way we can either keep doing it and just keep teasing you guys, you know? I'm like. <laughs> And it was nice to, to, this is our first time doing an episode together in the same room since last March as well, so. This would actually be a pretty, pretty interesting format. We changed the show to Nerds dri- Driving with Nerds, where we just <laughs> record and drive. <laughs> we'll see if we do this again, yeah. but uh, at least this was a nice first time to do this. So, uh, we appreciate you guys uh, listening to this episode, and we'll talk to you guys next time. All right, later.